Good morning, friends. Happy Saturday. Today we're reflecting on Mark chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. In today's gospel, Jesus is teaching in the synagogue, and the people there are amazed by something very particular, Jesus's authority. Both through his teaching and through his casting out of an unclean spirit, those who are present recognize right away that he's not just another scribe or Pharisee. There's something different about him. It's because in the synagogue, Jesus isn't simply teaching about a higher power, but rather he's teaching with power, and he embodies an authority and a sovereignty that is clearly beyond what they've ever witnessed before. And we see the same authority echoed in Jesus's other actions and his miracles throughout the Gospels. We know that he has authority over the elements. He has the ability to calm the stormy sea in an instant and to turn water into wine to save a wedding feast. He has an authority that changes hearts and minds. From physically healing lepers and raising the dead, to getting a whole crowd of law followers to drop the stones they were about to cast at a woman caught in adultery. And most profoundly, what amazed those who were present in today's gospel passage and added to their astonishment is that Jesus has authority even over the spirits and our sin and the things we cannot see. The gospels are filled with these proofs of God's authority. But Jesus didn't become one of us and grow up in this world to simply say, you know, look at all these awesome things I can do, and now that you know of my authority, bow down to me or else. That's not the Father's heart. God reveals his power and authority over and over again because he wants to set us free through his very love. He desires to calm the stormy seas of your heart, inviting you to go with him below the deck of the boat and rest with him a while while he takes care of your storms. He desires to take care of all of the details in your life, just like he did for the couple at the wedding at Cana, also that you may be his honored guest at the eternal wedding banquet, where you are his bride, and he is your delighted bridegroom. He desires to touch those very parts of your heart that are leprous and dead and bring them back to new life and full. And most deeply, he came to set us spiritually free to say to you and to me, in all his authority, the same words that he said to that very woman caught in adultery who watched the stones drop from the hands raised against her. Neither do I condemn you. That is why he came. That is what he came to prove to you. He cares for you. He is with you in your suffering, and he desires nothing less than to set you free, that your joy may be complete in him. So let's take some time this week to ponder those areas in our hearts that desperately need him. And let's also take some time to ponder his miracles and acts of generosity and kindness in scripture, because he is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And so when we look to him, we will find the same God working miracles of love in our own lives and revealing to us over and over again his heart that is desperately in love with each one of us. So that's all I've got for today, my friends. I hope you have a great week, and I will see you next Saturday.